KISS 92.5 Studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez. Drizzy Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My boys, Roz, Roz and Mocha. Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see uh, Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, uh, damn it, Maury, come on in here and join us, please, my love. I was lamenting last week about how Twitter is just now such a chaotic, vile, volatile place that I used to be annoyed on Mondays when Monday motivation was just like the number one trend all day and it was just people spouting off just nonsense. You know, I'm going on week four of being off Twitter. Are you really? Yeah. How do you feel about it? I feel so good. You look better. I feel we should all do that. way better yeah, not having should, Twitter in my we world. We should all do that. Uh, but uh, Dan Mori promised to change all that. We can't promise that we're going to get it trending, but you promised some motivation for Monday, right, Mori? Yes, I just want you to stop lamenting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you have? These historically, people would just like post things that were meant to be uplifting post things to sort of get you on the right path for the week ahead. Mm-hmm. Get your mind right. Inspiration. Just so it, when you hear these, positivity. you're supposed to be like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Positivity, because that's the one thing that's really lacking these days on Twitter, is it's not a very positive place. So more promise to change all that. So how many of these sort of philosophical nuggets do you have? Five. Five. Okay, cool. Take it away more. Okay. If your eyes are the window to your brain, don't ever close them. How am I supposed to blink? <laughs> if the eyes... Uh, I just closed my window for a quick second. Sorry. It's open don't again. close your window. <laughs> if the eyes... Say that again. If your eyes are the window to your brain, yeah. don't ever close them. <laughs> Are they though? I thought they were supposed to be like the window to your soul. That's what it is. That's I knew this sounded familiar, but right? I was like, there's something odd about yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, but they're right at your brain. It's like when the you see a hairless cat, and you're like, well, <laughs> the dimensions all work, but there's just something weird about it. Okay, uh, number two more, please. Thank you. I'm I'm getting there. I'm feeling motivated. Okay. You can't okay. okay, you can't do much behind a closed door. Open it with your heart and see the world as it is today. <laughs> What if you gotta get changed? Okay, hold on here. Well, first of all, a lot of people can accomplish very great things behind a closed door. Mm-hmm. No, no, a ton. Not much. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What about the open door policy? What do you mean the open door policy? Like an open door is welcoming. It's like come on in and see everything for yourself. Read that one again to me. You can't do much behind a closed door. Open it up with your heart and see the world as it is today. And see the world as the it world is today. is a disaster right now. <laughs> I'm keeping my door closed. <laughs> okay, well then maybe this one's not for okay, you. Okay, go. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes you have to make money to earn money. <laughs> Sometimes? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> also, it's the exact same thing. You have to make money to earn money. Okay, okay. So what's the opposite of that? Not. No, no, no. 
What would be the opposite sentence? Oh, okay. So if sometimes yeah. you have to make, make money, money to, to earn, earn money, money, what's the alternative to that if you're saying sometimes? Oh, then earn money to sometimes make money. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. I just read it backwards because you said, what's the opposite? <laughs> so am I making money or not? Sometimes. Okay, okay go. Okay. Keep going. This is okay. Motivational Monday, by the way, everybody, because it's, it's been gone from Twitter for months now. No. To feel successful, buy cheaper stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but the only person that's going to know is you, so you're just lying to yourself. No, but then you'll have more of cheaper stuff. Yeah, but you're lying to yourself, though. If you said to appear successful, buy cheap stuff that looks good, that would, that would, I would understand that, but read that again. To feel successful, buy cheaper stuff. <laughs> Oh, my head. Okay. Okay. Is it one more? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You can't have a dream in life if you never sleep. <laughs> you can't have a dream in life if you never sleep. Okay. Hold on here. Wait. So you're saying that... What are you saying? Well, in order to dream, you have to sleep. But don't close your eyes because... <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Well, it's here. New Taylor Swift album, Folk- Folklore. Uh, trending number one right now on Twitter. What do you want to know about it? What do you know? I avoided everything because I wanted to hear it all for the first time uh, today. 16, song- 16 songs. One hour and four minutes. Okay. How is it the whole thing? How is it? How is it? Um, it's not... Like, is it upbeat? Is it dancey? Is no. It, no. What's you, it comparable you get none to? None of that. None? None. You oh, don't get wow. any up-tempo, pop, dancey type records really? that you would traditionally get. You get down-tempo, yeah. mid-tempo at the most. Yeah. Um, and from what I've been gathering, what I've been reading online, the Taylor Swift superfans have pieced everything together. Okay. And basically the album, there are like four key records on the album that all have to do with one another. They all tell a story, according okay. to the fans. Okay. They all tell stories from different perspectives of each character or person she's singing about or singing to in uh, each of these records. All right. Okay. But they're not all placed like song after song, like yeah, this song after sure. this song. They're all kind of like scattered yeah, you around. You got to do the work. Yeah, but there's some good, right. like, there's no doubt that Taylor Swift is a great, great singer. I mean, I don't need a, a big pop song from Taylor Swift because we all know Lover was the best song off that last record, right? And that's, oh, that's, yeah, and I that, agree. And that's. I'll just play this while we're talking. This one's called Invisible String. So this is kind of like the tempo that you're going to get. This okay. is probably like the most upbeat song. Sure. It's a nice chill album. So 
So it's stuff like this that you like need it. to get. I like Taylor it. Swift's album. I'll play this one too. It's called Mirrorball. Throughout the day, what you'll see trending. It sounds like her vibe sounds very much like that. I don't even know what era it would have been. 90s at some point, but her vibe sounds like the ballad track on an otherwise sort of rocky band fronted by a woman. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, that that makes sense. That makes sense. It has that sort of vibe to it. I like it. So there's four songs that people are uh, really, really reacting to. Okay. All right? Here we go. Uh, one called The Last Great American Dynasty. And this is what it sounds like. Rebecca rode up on the afternoon train. It was sunny. Her salt box house on the coast took a mind off St. Louis. Who was the heir to the Standard Oil name and money? And the town said, How did a middle class divorce they do it? The wedding was charming if the little ghost. So basically tells the story of like the, the kind of like rise and fall of this great relationship between two people. She may be the only person in, in, in pop right now who actually writes stories, you know that? But listen to this. Got this from Twitter, from a fan, right? Various fans and critics have discovered that the last great American dynasty, the song that you're playing, hearing right now, mm-hmm. is based on the love story between Rebecca Harkness and her husband, William, who were the previous owners of Taylor Swift's Rhode Island home. Really, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Rebecca's nickname was also Betty. Okay. Why is that important? Because the three songs on the album that people are have pieced together as like, a bigger story and yeah. different perspectives. Cardigan, August, and Betty are the love triangle songs. Characters are Betty, James, and an unnamed girl. Betty narrates Cardigan and describes how James made her feel loved, like the favorite Cardigan, which is a line in the song. This relationship dissipates when James cheats. <gasps> August is Betty's point of view. Betty is James's point of view. <laughs> and Cardigan is telling how James cheated on Betty. It's all connected. Wow. Somebody wrote, she's literally a lyrical genius. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else just sort of finds words that rhyme, but Taylor Swift's writing stories. I appreciate that. Uh, another tweet. In August, the unnamed girl is narrating. Uh, the girl says, uh, okay, remember when I pulled up and said, get in the car. The girl says this to James, and then they have their fling, which James comes to regret. The girl hopes for something more, but James goes back to Betty. Betty isn't just a song by Taylor Swift. It's a lifestyle, a reason to breathe, an escape from this cruel world filled with themes. It's art. It's the first gift you open on Christmas, a hug from a loved one, everything you ever wanted, everything you needed. So awesome. So here's how the story plays out. I'll play a little bit of Cardigan. This is, by the way, the first single from Taylor Swift's new album. I 
stories pieced together by fans. It makes me appreciate Taylor's writing in these songs a little yeah, bit more. I like, it. I like it. I don't mind this. I think it's I think it's what I needed right now. Right? And then this yeah. one's August. This is the girl that James cheated with. Allegedly. Yeah, I like that. I like that song. And the one song that everyone is talking about is this one, you Betty. the rumors from me, Ness. You can't believe a word she says most times. But this time it was true. The point of view of the husband. Thing that talking to his wife about the affair he had. I did to you. There you go. There's a lot to take in from this new oh Taylor Swift one. album. It's called Folklore. The- this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Ooh, hey, you got long thumbs. What? You got long thumbs. Long thumbs? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm reading no? this story on texting, and they say that it's not fat thumbs that cause all the mistakes when texting. If your hands are too big, it's long thumbs because of the the distance that the tips of your thumbs have to go to while you're holding a device. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Right? Sure. Let me see your thumbs. Mine don't. I was in the pool yesterday, so mine don't look that big. Don't judge me. Hold on. The effects of the pool, you know, <laughs> on your hands last that long? Well, you know, just listen. Things get smaller in the pool. Okay? <laughs> but for more than a day? Right. Yeah. Is it just your hands? <laughs> just shut up about it. We're talking about thumbs right now. Don't even worry about anything else. All right? We're not playing that game, son. Okay? But I have long thumbs. You have tiny thumbs, don't you, Maury? I have this size. Yeah, you have tiny thumbs. Oh, yo, yours are real small. Yeah. That's like a, it's, you got your thumb is, a, is like a, it's Peanut. like a wine bottle cork. But the rest of my hand is larger. <laughs> nah. Compared to what? My thumbs. No. No, no, It's like no. my thumb stopped no, going, but everything hands. else did. No, you have little hands. See, for me, when I hold a phone, they say, sorry, 12% of all mistakes made while texting were because of long thumbs. Yeah, I can see that. Right? Versus so, trying to type too quick. Versus trying to type too quick. Um, so here, look at me when I, when I type, right? Hold your phone up. Yeah, so here, let me show you. Let me show you this real quick. So if you look, right, when I hold my phone, yeah. in order for me to type, and then, so my my <laughs> thumbs are so long that when I hold my phone normally, the tips of my thumbs are above the middle of the screen. Oh, yeah. So in order for me to get down to the bottom, I have to hold the phone in a weird way. I got to put my elbows out. 
to hold the phone. Like, my thumbs are nowhere near the keyboard. And you just look like a weirdo. And I look like a weirdo. But they were saying that even a bigger phone doesn't help because the keyboard is roughly the same size, yeah. and then it just becomes more top-heavy. So it doesn't help with anything. Look how far away Roz is holding the screen from himself. I'm doing that to show you nothing because my eyes are bad. <laughs> do you know what I do wish, though, on a phone? I wish you could get rid of all this. Th you know this jibber-jabber on the iPhone? Huh? Right above your keyboard. Yeah. I have like this little icon with pictures. That's how you put and gifts that, and no, stuff. No, I want that row gone. That's easy. You can take that out. Yeah. Because Just press the button. What button? <laughs> what button do I press to get rid of that row? Are you serious? Yes. You don't because know? I'll be in the middle of a message and then I hit the gift button. Okay. And then I, the whole other screen comes up okay. where they want me to put like a monkey see, emoji in there or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> so what do you got to get some monkey emoji? Yeah. Okay, go. What do I do? So Show me. It drives me nuts. It's the bane of my existence. See where the uh, the camera logo is? Yeah. And right next to it is the circle with the with the letter A yeah. for the app store? Yeah. Just press that button. <gasps> Get over here and make love to me right now. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. That's all I had to do? Yes. You could, you could have also Googled that. That's all I had to do. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, honestly, right now I just got chills. <laughs> like my like my life is so different now moving forward. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta text everybody I know. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, we doing too much in the shower, y'all. We are doing too much. Uh, Sandy Scott Nicky, assistant professor of dermatology at the University of Toronto, says. Stop doing so much, damn it. Yes. That's not a direct quote, but she tells The Atlantic that when you're in the shower or bath, the only parts you should be sudsing up are underarms, mm -hmm. groin, mm -hmm. and feet. Yep. Too much lathering on other parts, quote, strips away the oils in the outer layers of skin that help preserve moisture, mm -hmm. making you more susceptible to irritants, allergens, and even... Eczema. I have never washed my legs. Not once in my life have I ever washed my legs or my chest. I've never sat there in the shower and like rubbed like soap on my chest. Like even even me doing this right now with my hands, I'm rubbing my chest. It also, feels weird. One nipple just got hard. <laughs> even doing this feels weird. Like my hands have never done this motion before. Like I've never washed my chest. I wash everything. You do? Yeah. See? Head to toe with soap or good. body wash. Everywhere. First Even my all, feet. Who has that kind of time? You need to be more busy. Nobody should have that amount of time. Bro, it takes me six minutes. Mm -hmm. I've timed it once. Six minutes. I'm yeah. in and out of the shower. Okay. But it makes sense what she's saying. So Damon Mori then decided to cold call people across the country. Just random numbers. Okay. If they answer, they answer. Here we and go. then the conversation takes place. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm very good. How are you? Did yes. you or did you not shower today? <laughs> not yet. How much time when you do shower are you spending in the shower? Uh, with a shaving and all that, so I give it uh, 20 minutes. I'm concerned for you. <laughs> oh, what's the concern? But the concern is a dermatologist has said you're supposed to go in, you wash your bits, and then you get out. Otherwise, you're ruining your skin. Dude, you're ruining uh, your skin. Well, so far I still have it, so um, uh, I don't know what to say. What are you doing for 20 minutes in there? Yeah, because I'm clean shaver, so I have to uh, shave um, uh, pretty much uh, 
Well, let me say it's not every day because I shave every other day. I don't think you're appreciating your skin. Um, um, well... Between me and you right now, can you apologize to your skin? Hey, skin, I'm really sorry for what's been going on all these years. <laughs> can you forgive me? <laughs> so <laughs> weird. <laughs> so weird. Hello? Hi, how are you? Who is this? It's Maury from the Raza Mocha Show, and, and I'm a concerned citizen. Did you shower today? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, and how long are you spending in the shower? Are you for real? Oh. <laughs> Hello? Hi, how are you? Uh, who's this? This is Maury with the Rosin Mocha Show. Um, did you bathe or shower today? I mean, does the rain count that I just got stuck in? Um, I would say no, but how long would you say your showers are? Uh, <laughs> 10 to 15 minutes. Too Depends long. I'm in a rush. Too long. So too there's long. a, too long. A dermatologist uh, in Toronto has said that all you should be doing is washing your underarms, groin and feet and then getting out. You're, you're, you're killing your skin. Huh. Next time you're in there, you might remember this conversation. Which makes it even weirder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. Did you shower today? It's <laughs> a tough one to get going. Did you shower yeah. today? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. How long are you spending in the shower? Um, probably half an hour, maybe 15 minutes. That's too long. I know, but I'm accustomed since I was a teenager. Dude, you go in, you wash your underarms, you're down below, and you're lower down below your feet, and you get back out. Right. I, I, I'm aware of that, sir, but uh, what can I do? I'm accustomed to staying in there that long. Don't make me lecture you. I know. <laughs> You, you stutter already. You, Why not continue? What do you mean? <laughs> like, don't make me come over there. <laughs> okay, Dad. <laughs> Hello. Hi, did you shower today? Uh, what? Did you have a shower today? <laughs> You're going to call me and ask me if I showered? Yes, that's what Are I just serious? did. This guy's on my phone asking me if I showered. Unbelievable. <laughs> I shower every single day. How long are you yeah, spending? I'm clean, bro. I'm clean. Yeah, I shower. How long? I definitely shower. How long? How long is your shower? I don't know. It usually takes about 10, 15 minutes. Too long. No. Dermatologists are saying you just go in, you wash your down belows, and you get out. You need at least 10, 15 good minutes in there, man. You got soap and all kinds of stuff up in your hair, man. You don't know what you guys are talking about. I can't believe this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There's a condo in downtown Toronto where management decided during the pandemic mm -hmm. to replace all toilets in all units with energy efficient ones. Ugh. Problem number one. You have a stranger coming into your living space to install the toilet. Yep. Uh, problem number two, the new toilets, they suck. Yeah. And they get clogged on the regular. Mm-hmm. Problem number three, the people living in these condos are told that regular, regular plungers won't work when trying to unclog a toilet. Oh, come on. Problem number four. <laughs> How does a plunger not work? Is the hole different? Like the hole placement or something maybe? No. Oh. A plunger to fix a clogged toilet, this particular toilet, does exist. And it belongs to the building. 
and there's only one of them. No. And if you want to use it, you have to leave your ID with the concierge and borrow that one plunger to unclog your toilet. That's invasive. Nobody, none of my neighbors should know when I've clogged the toilet. That's That is a right of privacy right there. And that's one of the things on the Facebook group for this particular condo that people are saying is like, do you know how embarrassing that is? If multiple times a day, because this is happening multiple times a day, yeah. that I got to go downstairs and leave my ID yeah, and say, yo, I need to unclog a toilet. Not only that, but I shouldn't have to share a thing to unclog my toilet that my neighbor also does use to unclog his toilet. Like if I, if it is mine and I use it, I can sanitize it right away. I can clean it to my liking and I can put it away. The name of the plunger, yeah, by the way, yeah. it's called the Puzuka. No, it's not. Yep. No, it's not. Puzuka, and it looks like this. Oh, it shoots. It's like an air compressor kind of thing. I think I have one of those things that shoots water like 60 feet when you're playing in the pool. You suck it up and then you, <laughs> and then you, you know what I mean? You can squirt, you can squirt the house you, from down the block. I promise you the one that you have is not yeah. called a Puzuka. No, that can't be real. The, it's called a Puzuka? Yeah. The Puzuka, by the way, is not available to be sold to like the general public. Why so you not? You can't even go and buy one for yourself. Why not? Apparently, this company only sells them sells them to like buildings to management. It's for commercial use. That's a racket. So, in order to use the Puzuka, yeah, to unclog your toilet, you have to leave your ID with concierge. I, that has to be some sort of violation. They can't. They can't do Big that. Time. You can't hold people hostage what if i clog the toilet and but i mean because i'm like legitimately sick like i'm 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 fluey i'm everything else i then have to go down i gotta gotta put pajamas on clean myself up and go down and then borrow the thing when i have no strength and what happens if you go to use it because these toilets like the problem is persisting with like almost everybody in the building what happens if you go and ask for the bazooka and they're like sorry like somebody else is using it right now. Right. Yeah. We only got one, but Right. Thanksgiving was two days ago. What do you think? We got the Puzuka in stock? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's being used okay. right now. Roz and Mocha's fix my life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is My question is Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Damn, Carly. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha show. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Carly, you wrote us this, Razamoka fixed my life. Uh, we just had a baby and my mother-in-law is out of control. It's so bad that she wants the grandkids to call her mama. Like every other mother or mother-in-law, she has her opinions and gets so upset if we don't go along with her advice. I'm slowly losing my marbles. Wow. Okay, Carly, how old is, uh, is the baby? Four months. Hey. Four months. Okay. Before we continue with all this, how are you feeling right now? <laughs> You know, every day is different, especially with COVID. Yeah. Um, but I'm hanging in there. It's, it's yeah. Congratulations, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Boy or girl? It's a boy. Nice. What's his name? His name is Ben. Nice. Are you guys all living together? No. Okay, you're not. So, with is this the first grandkid of hers or no? No, it isn't. It's not. Huh? Oh, interesting. Weird. Okay. Is she over all the time? Um, no, we go maybe every weekend. How oh, okay. Is, how is she with the other grandkids and, and the other parents? You know, the other grandkids are older now, and I wasn't really around to see them as babies and how she was affected by that. Okay. Um, but, 
you know, she always gives her advice, but I think the other parents are more hard-headed and they just don't listen. But I'm a little bit softer. <laughs> so why don't you just thank her for her advice and move along? I do, but she gets so offended and it makes it all about her whole life. Ma, like it, but, it's her, a, but it's not her kid, <laughs> though. That's the thing. It's and if she gets offended about something, that's not your problem. I know. It's just you don't you don't have to ca- you don't have to cater to her. The your you're gonna build your family. First of all, let's leave all that aside. What the hell is your husband doing in all of this, or your boyfriend? <laughs> My husband, he actually, he agrees with me. He gets so, it, but he doesn't why, stand up for me at all. Why isn't he, oh. hand, why isn't he handling his He should his be mother? talking to his mom, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's kind of scared of her or something. Well, then you got to kick his ass. Have you asked him why he doesn't say anything to the mom? He's like, oh, I will. I will. And he never does. And then it just blows over and I'm like, forget it. No, no. That's, that's, <laughs> his, that's on him. That's his mama. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's that's him. And and if the and if the grandmother, you know, feels like she didn't get her claws into raising the other grandkids the way she wanted to, she's going to keep trying until she gets to do it. And then she found you a complete softy who you are married to your husband, who is her son, who's certainly not going to stand up for you. And then she's going to get everything she wants. Like the idea yeah. that she said that she wanted the grandkids to call her mama. Everybody in that family should have just set up and went, no, we can call you big mama. Yeah, we can call you. <laughs> Grandmama. We can call you grandmama, but you're not mama. Like, I'm mama, okay? Yeah. Yeah. And your yeah. husband is the one that needs to lead the, lead the charge on this. Yeah, you shouldn't be fighting this fight on your own or having these conversations without him or having him have those conversations with his own mother. Yeah, I mean, he does sometimes, but it's it's rare. But it's, he, but it know. doesn't seem like it's be it's effective. Like, is he just kind of right. wishy-washy with his conversations or is he giving, like, straight talk to his mom? Oh, no. No, 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 yeah, no. exactly. No, see, these can't be conversations about a particular incident. What this, what this needs to be, is a conversation about general boundaries. Uh huh. Okay, yeah. it can't be about a specific thing. Hey, when you were over yesterday and you were standing there and you looked kind of judgy, can you maybe not, you know, do that again? No, it's not about that. This is this is overall general boundaries, and your husband has to be the one who you know, starts this and it doesn't have to be mean and confrontational. And, you know, you guys want her help. You want her to be a great grandma. You want her to do all this stuff, but you need to establish boundaries. Okay. And that's what needs to happen. And you need to, your role in this family is the one that right now is changing the most. Okay. It's not hers. It's your role in this family. You went from, you know, her husband, you know, her son's wife to now you are a brand new mom in the dynamic of moms. And she wants to be the head mom and she wants to control everything. And she doesn't want chaos under, you know, in her kingdom. And this is her way of doing that. And your husband is the one that has to lead the charge and let you evolve and become who you need to become in that family dynamic. Because the dynamic is changing and she doesn't want it to. That's exactly it. And I think he's having a little bit of a hard time um, realizing that I'm changing. You know, because he's not changing, he's not really, because he's, he's still at work and he, you know, he comes home and he takes care of the kid. But yeah. my life has completely changed. Of I course. Think do, a hard you, time with that. do you talk about that? Have you explained everything to him? Like what your days are like, what your nights are like, the the, the, the little sleep that you're getting right now? <laughs> he does. He he realizes it, but I don't know. Maybe just hasn't kicked in. I think yeah, maybe he just You're going to have to ask him to step up in that department of having a conversation with his mother. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got it. He's got to. You sit, have enough to deal he's with. He's got to sit the mom down. Yeah, you have enough yeah. to deal with. You have <laughs> enough going on. Uh, you're not getting any sleep. You know, you have to concentrate <laughs> on yourself and uh, and little Ben right now. But again, yes. 
you know, I, I would I would just stress the positives though when you're going through this conversation. Okay, For like sure. stress the positives, uh, and then get into get into boundaries, and that is the sort of way to go. It can't all be like we don't like it when you do A, B, C, and D. Yeah, please stop. Right. You know all the other things like thank you very much for all the advice like we definitely appreciate it and then under your breath you can say now screw off yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i would do that you got it you got to kick your husband's ass into gear with this he's he's the one that's got to lead this charge not you yeah definitely definitely okay all right carly thank you very much guys girl much love thank you bras and mochas fix my life on kiss see that guy who was it here who you got a new crush what no. Oh, just the way you said it. You had a little, little bit of excitement in your voice. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. No, I was trying to find, what was that guy that uh, that said that uh, they didn't want to go to Canada anyway? Who was that? Come uh, in here. Help me out on this. Who was that? Uh, Deputy Press Secretary for Donald Trump, uh, Hogan Gidley. Thank you. What did so he say? He was doing an interview, and the, the interviewer was like, what are you talking about that COVID's not a problem? We can't go anywhere. We can't even go to Canada. And then he's just like, well, whatever. Canada sucks anyway. <laughs> Hogan, Canada won't let us in. I mean, look at this coronavirus number. When you look at who who in this Q poll they say is best able to I'm handle not, a coronavirus I, I, look, response. I, I, I get it. I'm not sure why you wouldn't, would want to go to Canada when we live in the greatest country on the face of the planet. That's that's Donald Trump's uh, mentality. Well, if you want to get away from course, coronavirus, you might. Hey, how about F you and keep your coronavirus there, you dirty bastard? Come on, bro. Dirty. Look at our case numbers versus yours. Look what's happening in California, yeah, Texas, know, and Florida. That's a problem. Okay? Man. We don't even want your baseball players here. <laughs> I hope Major League Baseball does not allow the Toronto Blue Jays, as much as I love my Jays, to yeah. play at home. Sounds like a fantastic idea. But, but, but on the flip side, though, I still want to keep them safe, right? I don't want to send them into the, into the woods. But, yeah, I don't want all those people coming up here, even if they are bubbled ball players. I don't want anybody here No, from the States. No. You keep your coronavirus there. Yeah. <laughs> Why would anybody want to go to Hogan, Canada won't let us in. I mean, look at this coronavirus. I'm so excited number. to answer, too, right? When you look at who, who in this Q poll they say is best I, able to I'm handle not, a coronavirus I, I, response. I, I, I get it. I'm not sure why you would, would want to go to Canada when we live in the greatest country on the face of the planet. That's, that's Donald Trump's uh, mentality. Well, if you want to go away from course, coronavirus, you might. This. Nah, greatest country, my ass. Get out of here with that nonsense. Well, well, it's, well. Listen, it's close, but they just handle things poorly. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Netflix rarely releases numbers. But some numbers that they have released, they got 10 million new subscribers since COVID started. Woo! Uh, yep. And then they released their top 10 most watch original Netflix movies. Oh, okay. Do you recall any specific Netflix original movies that you've watched? We watched, oh my God, we watched two on the weekend. Uh, last week, Desperados. We watched yeah. with Robbie Amell. <laughs> yeah. And Nazim Pedrad yeah. from SNL. Love her. Oh, and then the so other funny. one with um, Issa Rae. Oh my God, what's it called? Oh, and What's it called? And uh, Kunal Nanjani. Lovebirds? Lovebirds. Lovebirds. Oh, I love that, that movie. So it was good. so good, yeah. So there's a pattern sort of to the top five here of what people really dive into on Netflix. 
when it comes to the movies. Uh, so at uh, number 10 was The Perfect Date, which is a teen romantic comedy. Um, that movie, The Platform, did you see that one? No. Oh, don't. Is it bad? No, nah, don't. It has okay. nothing in it for you. You're not going to enjoy it. Okay. No. Oh, is that movie? It's um, the one where the the platform goes down and then there's people in a prison and nah, don't even worry about it. Okay. Is that movie with um, Thor in there? The um, the extin- Extinction? I Extraction. Think Extraction. Yes, that's actually number one. That is the number oh, one. Spoiler alert. No, most watched Netflix original movie. Yes. They say 99 million views. Is what really? that movie got. 99 million views. I still uh, haven't watched it. Did you watch it? I did, yeah. Okay. It's yeah. good? It was good. Yeah, it's good. Oh, okay. It's a good action movie. Yeah. It's, it's a good action movie. It's on the platform. Uh, the Wrong Missy with David Spade is at 59 million views and at number eight. See, I'm not a David Spade guy. <laughs> did you watch The Wrong Missy, though? No. That's funny. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. It's stupid. It's stupid. Like, it's, it is exactly like... Like, you just, when you need mindless it nonsense? It is perfect. It's perfect. Uh, Triple Frontier with Ben Affleck is at number seven. The Irishman at number six. Uh, my favorite Netflix original movie is at number five, which is Murder Mystery with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. That is so good. I've seen it like 10 times. Yeah. Uh, six Underground with Ryan Reynolds. Did you watch that one? No. Yeah, that was uh, that's at number four. Spencer Confidential with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, can I, t- I love that movie. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bird Box was number two. Really? Yeah. Ball, 89 huh? million views. And then, yeah, Extraction at number one. Huh. Yeah. But uh, but there's a pattern. It's like Extraction, uh, Spencer Confidential, Six Underground. Like, there's a lot of action a lot of late night sort of, you know, R-rated, yeah, hardcore, shoot em up, bang, bang. Shoot em up, bang, bangs. Yeah. yeah. I'm down. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Do you guys have rules when in, in your house when you eat? Like, do you have to eat together? Or if you're both going to sort of cheat with food that you do it together? I ask this because so many places that were shut down during coronavirus that have now opened up, they've started polling and doing research on the habits that people have once they go back into the world where they can sort of do the normal things that they did. Mm -hmm. And one of which came about with asking the questions of fast food. So like junk, Uh right? And one in 10 people that they polled said that if their partner ate fast food without them, they would consider that to be as bad as cheating. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. I think that's a bit harsh. I just think that if you got caught eating junk food, then no dinner for you later. What do you mean got caught? You know, like Everything was, in Maury's life is a lie, huh? Like yeah. if you if you didn't wipe your mouth, there's still some salt or some French fry in the corner of your mouth or something, and you had to confess. One in six people said that after lockdown ended and they had their first bite of fast food, one in six people said that it was as good as the birth of their child. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have that? Because Matthew doesn't eat a lot of fast food, though, does oh, he? Oh, none, none whatsoever. None. No. So you you eat it in secret. It's not, it's not that he would get mad because you didn't share the experience with him. No, he would just get mad because, like, well, well, look what it's doing to you. Right. I think that people have this thing with fast food, especially as couples, where they are like, if we're both going to do, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this together. Yeah. Right? If we're going to fail, we're going to fail at the same time. Exactly. And they don't like the idea of somebody going out on their own and doing it with without them. I don't think Jenna would get mad. <clears throat> She'd be like... You know, it may taste good in the moment, but you'll feel like crap. That's like, all Catherine ever says to me. In an hour. Yeah. Right? Which yeah. I'm like, I know, but yeah. I'm I so su- hungry at the I time. I sweat so much in the bed the other night. 
Okay. Yes. I was like so much in the bed the other night that uh, I you left, weren't doing anything. I left. No, nothing. What you, <laughs> like I wasn't even working out. No squats or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was for something I ate. I don't know what I had been eating garbage. Right. And I ate something that just wasn't right. Your body's like, I don't want it. Get oh, it out. My God. Yeah. Get it out. And so I was in the bed and it was freezing because it's like minus five in my bedroom. It's so cold. You got the AC cranked. AC's cranked. I'm under a duvet, right? <laughs> Honestly, no joke. I'm, 41 I'm on, degree weather? Yeah, in 41 degree weather, I'm under a duvet. And there's nothing Roxy loves more than waking up early in the morning when I'm gone. And then she comes into our room, crawls in the bed with Catherine, and then they start their day together. Yeah. Roxy, I left for work. She left her room, came into our room, and couldn't stay in the bed because my side of the bed was so wet. Really? Yeah. Oh, soaking that's disgusting. wet, soaking wet, Gross. and I, I slept with a t-shirt on too. Like I, I, I slept through the t-shirt because I was so cold. I slept. <laughs> <laughs> t-shirt, no pants. <laughs> yeah, t-shirt, no pants, no undies, just t-shirt, and then just sweat, just sweat, sweat. Like I, like I've never sweat before. I woke up, I woke up, and I put my hand on my forehead. And like, I it was like I was mowing the lawn. Like I was so sweaty. I wiped. Hold on. I wiped. And then you got up, put clothes on, and came to work? Whatever. We're not talking about the, what I did after I sweat. We're just talking about what I sweat. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. My brother-in-law sent me a photo of a note that he found on his driveway. Okay. And like, from note, it, from, like, does he know who it's from? No. Okay. But it's young love problems. Not with my brother-in-law. But, like, I think this note, this is a picture of it. I think this note, like... Just blew onto the driveway from somewhere else. Oh, so this was not a note for him. No, okay. definitely not. Okay. Oh, no, this is like reading somebody's diary. I don't know if I want to hear this. Oh, man. But here's the thing. There's a big mystery because there's more to this note that was not blown onto the driveway. No. So some other neighbor has page two? I think oh, so. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay, let me have it. And I don't know if this is even page one. Oh, okay. And when I read it, you'll 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 know why. But it seems to me like the person who's writing this note to the other person is like not complaining, but saying what they dislike about oh. what's happening in their relationship. Okay, here we go. When you double book, especially if our plans were made first, but either way, it's annoying. Next point. When you back out of plans or agree, but in a way that makes it obvious that you really don't want to do it. And then in brackets, it says, quote, okay, fine, I guess I'll go. Next point. When you take your sweet ass time when it comes to doing something that I want slash need to do. Like when I got to go do a homework and I told you and then you decide to ask your dad to help you move all the toolbox drawers to your house (laughs) when you didn't have to. Your dad wasn't making you. Oh, God. Next point, when you don't stand up to your dad for me, when you let me take all the blame. I saw this post where this girl farted in front of her, dot, 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 and then the page ends. No! (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how this story ends. Oh, come on. Well, first of all, it does not sound like they're in a good place. Also, I think that there's there's a magical part of this, which is they don't sound young enough to not have social media and cell phones. But yet the person wrote this, they chose to write it on paper with a pen in handwriting, yeah, in cursive, as opposed to this to me normally would be something that you would text somebody if they were your boyfriend. It seems odd to me that, that it was written out like this. 
I need to know what this post was that this kid saw where the girl farted in front of her dot, I dot, know. dot. What is the dot, <laughs> dot, dot? What did they fart in front of? This Aaron, is a huge mystery. Boyfriend, girlfriend. If this was your note, please get a hold of us. You don't have to give us your name. Not at all. And you don't even have to tell us if the relationship worked out. We just need to know the end part when that girl farted in front of dot, dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. This is the text we got from Steph. I'm sitting at the drive test center waiting in a crazy line for my 16-year-old to finally get his G1. We got here at 5 a.m. and there are 20 people ahead of us in line. Am I a bad mom to want to go to the car and listen to the Raza Mocha show? (laughs) (laughs) So it seems like you made that decision already. You're sitting in the car. I clearly made that decision already. It is crazy here. Like, these people got lawn chairs, sleeping bags. So what'd you bring for your kid? What'd you bring for your kid? I brought him some water and and a chair. Oh, that's um, I got nice. my two other little ones in the car too with me with their iPads rolling. Oh my god. It's crazy. It's gonna be hot. You can tell it's a scorcher already. Yeah. And they're only allowing half of the year's months in. So like from January to June, I guess, is today. So yeah. it must be crazy because we waited a month. I was like, let it let it cool down a bit. You know what I mean? And and see what happens. But it's crazy out there. We're not going to get in probably till noon at so, least. Oh, wow. wow. Is there even a guarantee that you're going to get in there? I guess. I guess it depends on how many people they can take at a time in there. Yeah. Everyone obviously has to wear masks. But you should see the lineup behind us. Like people, it, like, there's no way these people are getting in. There's no way. So is there a chance that he might not pass? I don't think so. He's pretty smart. He gets that from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think, I, I've said this before. I think 60. He's too young to drive a car. Do you think he's ready for it? Well, so I let him kind of, not really any rules, right, in private parks. So I've kind of let him tinker around. But, like, I don't know. They have this cool app. It's called uh, a G1 Genius. And so they go on and they give you kind of mock tests. And he's been practicing. So I feel like I feel like they have a better opportunity as kids like when I went because there's so much more you know information available. So he's been able to study and I just don't think you're I don't think you're mature enough at sixteen to have that kind of responsibility of driving a car. Well he's not gonna drive alone, right? Like he still has to go with me for a year, whoever has a G. It depends on the kid. Like when I was a kid, I feel like I was a little bit more cautious and like nervous to drive. So I was more like aware, but then you got some kids, right? It it depends on the kid. Like that's my opinion. You know what I mean? There's some that I know that is that are like that's his age that would I would never take them to do this, but I do feel like he he's ready for it and he's responsible. He's shown it, so and it comes down to trust too, right? It's not about trust. It's about being an idiot. Sixteen year olds are idiots. Yeah. Um, daughter's 16. Will you let? Will you take her to go get her license? No. At, really? at 16? No. I don't think so. And she gives you those eyes and she's like, Daddy, all my friends are getting their license. Whatever. Well, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I, he's going to suck her up to you. No, no, no. no. Is that why you waited? Uh, so mark this day on the yeah. calendar. I'm going to be listening because I'm a big fan. I I bet. I'll put my life on it. You take her for her test. I, I, think, that the, I think that the process of driving a car should start when you're 18. I think that's when you have to go through your graduated licensing and everything else when you're 18. I would like to say 25, 30. Wow. Yeah, 25, God, 20, 25, 25. In a, in a perfect world, it's 25, but it's ne- it never should have been 16. I don't know where they got 16 from. 16 is not the age, like it's, it's nothing. 
Like it's, well, it's the age of majority, right? You can go get a passport at 16. You can, they're, they're basically, I guess, trying to but, uh, let, let you know that you're, uh, a, there has to be an age where you have, you accept some sort of responsibility for yourself, right? Like yeah, parents can't keep them forever. Like I made not, some not pretty 16. dumbass decisions when I was 16, yeah. but I think when it came to driving, I was mm-hmm. pretty respectful, except for those times where I stole the keys when my parents were not uh, at home and I right. took the car when I shouldn't have. Yeah. Okay, do you guys want okay, an update? So- there's an update here. Okay, um, yeah, go. This guy, there, there's a guy coming out in a mask, looks like an employee, and he's got a counter. So he's counting, looks like the first 25, because my son's sitting at 20, he's in line 20, he's number 21. So they're letting people in, and I guess they're trying to move everybody. They're all weaving in and out of the parking lot. So crazy. They're trying to move them from the parking lot. Steph, how many people in that line are wearing masks? Uh... Sorry, about 90% of them are in masks. Oh, okay. Is your son wearing a mask? Yes, he is wearing a mask. Okay. Uh I was going to ask one question. You think that I should buy him a car, or is that a no-no too, Ross? Oh, hell no! Don't buy him a car! (laughs) What are you, crazy? (laughs) Well, I thought he's very responsible. He's been working and saving, so I said I would match him. Uh, Not at 16. Not at 16. I'll get him an old beater like a Civic or something. Doesn't matter. Yo, ain't nothing wrong with a Civic, all right? I had one for years. Up until recently. Give him a Civic. Give him a Civic. 16's too young to drive. Yeah, I think I'm A-OK with 16 getting a permit. I don't think 16 owning your own car is appropriate right now. That's just my opinion. There is nothing else you can do in this world at 16. Like, where is he going to go? What's he going to do? Close to, you can't, he can't rent an apartment. So he he actually plays, like, high-level ball. So in my, in my thing, my, my baseball, yeah, sorry. Okay. Uh, in my opinion, it's like, all right, well, you can start driving yourself to practice because I got a couple of little ones that are doing the same thing, and it would just help me out, and it will help him out. So, you know what I mean? It's not a privilege thing. It's more of like, how can you help me help you? <laughs> <laughs> you got it all figured out, stuff. <laughs> you know what? You got to do what you got to do these days. And uh-huh. I feel like, you know, to drive, listen, to drive three around to, to baseball practice on the same night is rough. So, yeah, it is. Um, you know what I mean? I'm just thinking of how I can kind of make it easier yeah. for everybody. All right. right. You guys are the best. I'm so glad you guys yeah. called. Like, I was going to be, I was so bored here. And I was thinking, what oh, am I going to do all day? And then I was like, I got to <laughs> listen to my station. Thanks. <laughs> all right, Steph, you get back to it. Thank you very much for your text. Thank you for listening. And uh, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Okay, I knew you were going to ask this and like, I think Roz is like the coolest guy of life. But Mocha, that laugh and your like gangsterness, I just, we relate to each other and I just think you're the best. But uh, I also like Lori too, so I don't know if that counts. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Steph. You guys are the best. Have a great day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Facebook is launching something called... We stealing all your info. Yes. <laughs> Followed by, we then go sell all your info. <laughs> They're just being honest about it now. Yeah, you're right. Now there's an app for it. You just type in your address and your credit card number right in it. It just saves them time. They're going to get it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> No, they're launching something called Instagram Reels, I guess, as a way to overtake TikTok. So they recently announced plans to release it, and it's a video platform that lets people create interactive short clips set to music. Sounds a whole lot like TikTok. Mm -hmm. Uh, The app's functionality um, works just like TikTok, which is hugely popular, as we know, um, but also comes with a whole series of problems. China. Yeah. 
Um, the Reels app is currently testing in France, Germany, Brazil, and India, but it'll hit smartphones in the U.S. and I imagine Canada in early August is what Facebook said. And this has happened before too, right? How are how are Facebook stories doing? Because I, I know that they tried to cannibalize Instagram, Instagram stories, which is the, the, the it's all owned by the same people. But what do we think of Facebook stories? I never click on them. I've Nobody, never, no. I've never gone on a Facebook story. No. I deleted Facebook a little while ago yeah. as well. Yeah, on top of Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so, but even prior to that, I hadn't gone. Like I see it pop up. On the top of the page, but I've never. But it's, it's the same it as when you send something to your Instagram stories. You can click a button; it'll just mirror it on both. So it's literally that's the same. Oh, people it's are the same, same thing. thing. Oh. oh, so in most cases, it's just your Instagram. You stories. can post your own on the Facebook one, but every it's just if you've seen somebody's on Instagram, you've seen their Facebook one. Right, right, right. And I guess Instagram figures people are when they're using TikTok, they're then saving that video and just share, sharing it to Instagram. Like on the regular feed and I'm, on it stories as well. your ro- camera roll anyway. Yeah. yeah, but I'm seeing that a lot on Instagram. I'm seeing a lot of videos in my feed that end with the TikTok logo. Yeah. There's a lot of TikTok content on Instagram as it is right now. But do you think this will work? No. Do you think people want to get off to, do you think people want an alternative to TikTok because no. of the problems that come with TikTok? People don't care, right? No. They go anywhere. They don't care. It's always, you have to be first, right? Like no one's going to start something that's already the same as but, something but else. TikTok is problematic though, man. Yeah. It really is. And, and you've people, seen and the articles, you've heard care. the, you know, what people are saying about it and how easy it is to access information. And well, they have to. They have to provide it. It's right? part of the deal. I know, but I still use it. I know. That's the thing. People don't care. When we when when it, when we found all that stuff out about Facebook, how many people deleted their Facebook accounts? Mocha. Mocha. Oh. Yeah. Zero. Zero. Nobody, nobody I only deleted. I only deleted cares. Facebook a month ago. Going on a month ago. Yeah. Prior to that, why when did they you delete Facebook? Um, just like with Twitter, there was a lot of like angry and like racist like not it really, just became yeah. a not nice place see to anymore. me that's, my facebook isn't like that at all yeah i, I saw don't from get a that couple, on, i don't get that on facebook i saw from a couple of posts that either people have uh written or people have yeah. shared whether it was from a news source or from twitter or wherever right. just some like racist right. stuff yeah. um, and just like a lot of negativity and i was like i i need a detox from yeah. Like, I still keep Instagram. I love Instagram. Instagram's great. So now you're going to get Instagram Reels, which is, uh, as we were saying, is uh, their direct competition now to TikTok. So it'll be the same TikTok format, just on an Instagram platform. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, The top how-to searches of 2020. Now, keep in mind, the vast majority of these were searches for people who were in quarantine or lockdown or self-isolating. So searches changed. So think of the things. So how to tie a tie is not the top search anymore? No, how to tie a tie is not the top search anymore. Okay. Okay. So uh, number 10 was how to fix a washing machine. Yeah. How to poach an egg. Yeah. How to curl your hair. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How to get past a specific part of a video game. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Uh, how to bake cookies. Uh-huh. How to make a face mask. Uh-huh. Uh, makeup tutorials. Really? Everybody just sitting around at home. Sure, Got to get good at something. Uh, tips and tricks for video games is number three. 
Number two, and this is the most like self-isolating Google search of all self-isolating Google searches. Can I guess? Which is how to get stains out of clothes. Oh, no, that wasn't going to be my guess. <laughs> and number awesome. one. Okay. What was the number one new search? How to peel a boiled egg. No. Hmm. How to use Zoom. Yeah? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because it was a brand new thing. Nobody had ever used Zoom before. Nobody heard of Zoom nobody before. Nobody knew what Zoom was. Yeah. Right? We all know Skype. Yeah. Click a button there. Yeah, but nobody knew what nobody knew what Zoom was. Everybody just wanted to get that cool background because you saw one picture of somebody with a cool background. <laughs> Make sure you hey, got the stain on your a, shirt. They're on a beach. Yeah. How'd you do that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what it was. That's the that's the search. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Damn it, Maury was texting with Carol Baskin. What? <laughs> the so, Carol Baskin? Yeah, the Carol Baskin. Uh, more, come on in here, my love. Hey, all so, you cats and kittens? Yeah, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> um, so she's on TikTok. Uh, she's on uh, Cameo. Mm-hmm. And Cameo, if you're unfamiliar with it, is a platform where celebs can go on and you can then pay them to do personalized videos for you or your friends or birthday shout outs or whatever it is. And she's now on Cameo making like, I don't even know, $100,000 a month or something like that. Yeah. And her and her husband, her second husband, by the way, um, her the her first hu- one's gone. We don't know where. Her, her and her husband. <laughs> Speculation, though. Whoops. <laughs> um, her and her husband made news earlier this week because they were singing 50 Cent for somebody as a birthday greeting. You cool cats and kittens. It's Carol Baskin and Howard Baskin at Big Cat Rescue. And we are here with the crypt mates to wish Charlotte a happy birthday. Go, Go Charlotte. Charlotte. It's, it's your birthday. birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sit Bacardi like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give a f- that it's your birthday. So she's going to do anything for a buck. And how much does she charge for these? It's like 200 Canadian. Okay. It's a lot of money. Uh, so Maury wrote her. Did you write her through text or did you write her on the platform? Text. Text. Okay, so Maury's texting with Carol Baskin. How'd you get her number? Nah, don't even worry don't, about don't. it. <laughs> <laughs> you wonder what he has on you if he has Carol Baskin's cell number, right? <laughs> don't you? Don't you? Uh, Does it all make sense now? Yeah. yeah. It works so on Maury, Facebook. Maury wrote this. If I buy a cameo from you, will you two sing Mariah Carey for me? Oh, wow. And then Carol wrote, you mustn't have seen my other cameo where I said, the only two people on this planet that I can't stand, and I don't know why, are Mariah Carey and Chuck Norris. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's so random. Not singing anything by Mariah Carey. (laughs) What you got against Chuck Norris, though? (laughs) Bro. (laughs) You're turning down 200 bucks to not sing Mariah Carey. Like, presumably, she said this. The only two people on this planet that I can't stand. Now, I'm assuming a couple of years ago, there was three, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. <laughs> Speculation. The only two there. people on this planet that I can't stand are Mariah Carey and Chuck Norris. Uh-huh. <laughs> the list is getting smaller, by the way. <laughs> 
<laughs> what, what did you want her to sing for you? We belong together, and I was going to like you know give it to my husband and be like, look what I got you. Oh, but does he want Carol Baskin to sing him Mariah Carey? He would find it cute because like we watched the show, like he he gets it. We're go- we're thinking of going as Carol Baskin. For Halloween, both right? of you. I was going to be like the top half and the bottom. No, half? I was going <laughs> to. I was going to be Joe Exotic, and like when the little be- rascals used to try and get into movies <laughs> under a trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> no, it would just be one giant muumuu. Who got to wear the flower crown? <laughs> who got to be the big ass and who got to wear the flower the crown? Ass. Okay, there you go. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, how are you guys doing today? Good. How are you? Good, thanks. Um, so I just had to tell you guys about something that happened on Friday that I think you guys might either find funny or be maybe not completely surprised about. Go for it. Okay, what's your name, first of all? Ashley. So I got married on Friday. Oh, congratulations. And- That's amazing. Thank you. So my fiance knew how much I love you guys. I listened to you guys every day when I was doing my half marathon training. I was listening to the podcast, just trying to do everything And just to keep myself going. So being the lovely husband that I have, he texted in and asked, hey, you know, we're getting married on Friday. I'd love if maybe you guys would call or text her and just let her know how great and, you know, how great the day is going to be. So I got a text from Maury. Oh, okay. That said, happy birthday. Lots of love, Maury. Oh, (laughs) but in the text, like in the message from your now husband, did he not say that it was your wedding day? He he did. (laughs) Oh, so why would you reply happy birthday, Maury? Because he doesn't read. Because he didn't read it. No, he didn't read it. He doesn't read anything because he doesn't care about anybody. He doesn't read it. Yeah. Sorry, Ashley. Oh, but I I loved though that he still messaged out. But then he completely very nice message after like. I wouldn't start that. Don't go down that road with testing back and forth with Maury. And oh, okay. So you don't advise no. to that, there's, right? There's, there's Security a, threat. There's no end to that road. <laughs> there is no end to that road. Well, I mean, okay with it. He's fun to text. I mean, if you guys are up, then, like, for DMs, then that's fine. But, I mean... Hold on. You just got married and you want to start DMing me? <laughs> Ashley. Well, I did say you were my favorite. Ashley. But I mean... <laughs> Ashley, come hey, on Ashley, now. tell us, tell us about your day. Tell us about uh, the, the wedding day on Friday. How many people did you have? I mean, you know, having a wedding now during COVID is, is extremely different and difficult for some people. How did you guys manage to pull it off? We actually planned it in about a week's time. And my bride Maids helped me set up um, my uh, best friend's parents' backyard. And we sourced everything locally. We DIY'd a lot of stuff and we ended up like putting string lights all through this tree backyard. It was really beautiful. It was really nice. There was maybe 20 people. All my bridesmaids came together, all wore the dresses, all the groomsmen came together. It was very small, but I don't think I could have ever done anything differently. No, that's great. But that sounds real nice, though. Real intimate. You you guys had a good day? We did. It was so hot, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the important thing is that you guys, you and your husband now, your now husband, had a, a wonderful day, and it was extremely memorable, right? It was. It was so great. Happy uh, birthday. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Ashley. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You guys, too. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. NBA season kicks off next week. Toronto Raptors play their first game Mm -mm. August 1st against the Lakers. 
you can watch that on Sportsnet. Yes. And all the uh, the teams that are going to be playing are staying at three different hotels on Disney property. Uh, Toronto Raptors are at the Grand Destino Tower, along with the Lakers, the Bucks, Clippers, Celtics, Nuggets, Jazz, and the Heat. And Raptors have been living it up. They've been the envy of all of NBA since arriving last week in the Black Lives Matter Raptors bus. Right, yes. And then the Raptors, the organization, did such a nice thing for them where the players, when they arrived in their hotel rooms, they had, like, framed photos of their families oh, my on God. the desks for them, right? So nice. And people were like, oh, man, yo, Raptors organization, you guys got this. Yeah. And then last week, there was a video that we saw of the floor that they're staying on, that the, all the Raptors are staying on. They have, like, Raptors banners on the wall. They have, like, a, a mural of the Toronto skyline on the wall. Like, they've decked out. Dope. The floor and all the other teams are like, yo, you guys are showing us up right now. So what are things like for the Raptors staying at the Grand Destino Tower? What are they ordering for room service? How are they being treated in the hotel? Is anyone trying to escape? Damn it, Maury decided to call the Disney Resort the the Grand Destino. And as soon as you call, you're automatically put on hold and they have Disney music playing. Okay. Thank you for calling Guest Services. This is Mitch. How may I see you today? Hey, Mitch. How are you? Uh, you know. <laughs> I hope you're having a magical day. It's Dammit Mori from the Raza Mocha Show, and I want to find out how much fun is it to have the NBA wandering your halls? Oh, you know, um... I- <laughs> it, it, it's interesting. Are they like, oh. you know, sneaking down to the lobby in their pajamas, like, you know, trying to break the bubble and get some food outside? No, no. We're making sure that everyone's <laughs> staying in the bubble. And are, like, I know that the Raptors decorated their hallway to look like Toronto. Are all the floors decorated, you know, based on where the teams are from? So that I'm not sure about. Um, I know each of them is up to the own, um, you know, their own teams. Yeah. Um, um, I'm not allowed in the bubble um, oh. because you know I um, I'm outside of it. So yeah. And are you? Do you have you heard what what they're ordering? Like, is there one thing on the room service menu that everyone's ordering the most? Um, I know that they have um, like a special like like in something inside the bubble. Um, do you mind if I please just a brief hold for a moment? Yeah, of course. The old hold and hang. (laughs) You just got on the the happiest place on earth. (laughs) Wow. Mitch outside the bubble doesn't like you. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. God, I'm going through this story here. Where did this happen? gotta see this this is like you know me and pettiness right the, uh, the, you love it the, the the montrealer in me comes out i love pettiness bonjour so this happened in maine oh actually not far from montreal so there was a guy the guy one guy owns a house right okay. and he lives there and next door to him was an older guy okay that they got along they got along real oh, well okay. for years they got along and then the old guy died and new people moved into the house. And I guess it was just a constant turnover, everything else. So it was now chaos 
on his neighbor's property. Okay. Just noise and rubbish and everything else. Yeah. So the old guy, when he lived there, built a garage off the back of his house. Okay. And the one neighbor was cool with it because everybody was great and everybody got along. Sure. And it's just this sort of awkward part of the property. Do your thing. It's not bothering me at all. It's not bothering me at all. Doesn't affect my life. Nah, it's fine. But- when the old guy died and then people started moving into that house and causing all sorts of chaos, the original neighbor was like, well, that garage that's on that house is on my property. And so they had a dispute over this. So the land surveyor came out and they did the land survey and everything else. And then as soon as that happened, this guy took giant metal spikes and rammed them halfway in between, right down the middle of their neighbor's driveway and put yellow tape on it to indicate where his property line was. And then they still, they were still having a dispute. And I'm looking at the pictures of this. And at some point, like a week and a half ago, the neighbor took a sawzall and cut the garage in half. Stop it. Half of it is still standing. The half that was on his property is gone. Clean, right down the middle. So what's it in the, hold on, let me. Look at this picture. Let me socially here, distance. Yeah, here, no, no, I'll turn it, I'll turn it oh, your yeah, way. Turn I'll turn it your way. Look at this picture of the garage. Oh, no. Like, it looks like... Yo, that's a clean cut, too. <laughs> right? <laughs> props, props on the straightness of that cut. I can appreciate a good cut. That's amazing. Oh, my God. That's so funny. He cut the man's garage in half. You know what would be Didn't great? tear it down. Nothing. If he took that little bit of property that's available to him right now yeah. and just built like a tiny garage a tiny like little. to just put like a couple of tools in there. That would be the pettiest thing ever. <laughs> that would be the pettiest thing ever. Like one bike. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that's fantastic. I love it. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I want to big up St. Aloysius Gonzaga Secondary School in Mississauga. Of course. Let's they're, do it. They're making news today because of one of their amazing teachers. Their music teacher, Julia Young. I hope I'm saying the last name right. J-U-N-G. She's a music teacher. She organized for her students to cover uh, a song by Arkells called Years in the Making in order to keep them engaged while being stuck at home. Right. During COVID. So she got 24 of the students together all on Zoom. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And they did this. teacher at St. Aloysius Gonzaga Secondary School in Mississauga. She got together with a bunch of her fellow teachers mm-hmm. and drove, like delivered some of these instruments to the kids at home. It's amazing. So that they could still keep practicing, keep playing, and do awesome things like this. 
So what she then did <laughs> was it. she messaged um, Arkells and the lead singer, Max Kerman. He's awesome, by the way. shared this video. He then went and shared it yeah. on Arkells' social accounts, and it just went nuts. It yeah. blew up. <laughs> so then... Max Kerman from Arkells did a Zoom chat with Julia, this teacher, and surprised her with Raptors head coach Nick Nurse, also on the Zoom call. Oh. Why is this important? Because then Nick Nurse told her that his foundation, along with another one called One Music, would be donating $25,000 so that the school could buy all brand new instruments oh for God, the school. That's crazy. For all the kids over there. Because of COVID now, and who knows what's going to happen moving forward. You can't have kids sharing as many instruments as they are. So they went and they had this 25,000 bucks and they were able to buy instruments for all the kids. They bought them from Long and McQuaid. They purchased everything and they're just waiting for it to be like kind of safe to be able to deliver to the school. It's awesome. So congratulations. All the students over there at St. Aloysius Gonzaga Secondary School in Mississauga be very proud uh, because you have an incredible teacher, Miss Julia Young, over there who loves you guys so much and is just doing this incredible work. And I came from a school that had a music program. And over the years, you always hear when it came to school cuts, they always want to cut the arts. It's true. Which I wholeheartedly disagree with. And you know that there's that one kid that's like, yo, Nick Nurse, I mean, (laughs) thank you so much, bro, for the French horn, but if you're down there with the wallet open, how about a set of drums? (laughs) You know what I mean? and mochas fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and mocha got you Yo, alex how you feeling bro it's Roz and mocha uh, i mean could be better but pretty good okay so alex you wrote us this uh Roz and mocha fix my life my fiance left me and i just found out today she had someone else and I'm trying to figure out how to deal with all of this. Uh, We were together for roughly three years, and she ended it via a text message that said, I can't do this anymore, it's over. And to make things worse, she looked at wedding dresses the day before. The day before breaking up with you? Yes. Have you had any communication since that text with her? Uh, She came by my place uh, this Saturday to pick up all her stuff, and that's pretty much about it. Did you have a conversation with her? Not really, no. What did you talk about? Really, she didn't want to talk to me at all. Uh, I was just complete silence for the most part, just saying um, hi and bye. Does she, does she, does she blame you for anything? I, from what I can tell, I believe so. What does she um, blame you for? But that's the thing I'm trying to figure out, but I don't want to be starting conversations uh, about it uh, too much. Have there been problems between you and your now ex-fiancé uh, in the course of your three-year relationship or more recently? Yeah, recently it was about um, we're planning our wedding for next year was going for, you know, money-wise, job security. Mm-hmm. Um, those, like, regular relationship arguments sure. that everyone has. She sounds like she is coming off as the one who's hurt. Am I right in that? Yes. Yeah, and that's kind of puzzling to you, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, how long was she with this other guy for? From what I can tell, it seems like it was starting back in May, but hasn't really officially done or said anything until this past Friday. Okay. okay. And was she acting uh, acting weird at all during that time? 
No, um, we were fine. We went to a drive-in movie theater, uh, at Canada Day together. Everything was perfectly fine between the two of us. Have you talked to our family about this? Or like, uh, do they know? I mean, they obviously know now that the yeah. wedding's off and you guys aren't together, but have you talked to anyone on, on her side? A little bit, not so much. Um, a little bit on for the brother, but that's about it. Uh, finding out that the person you planned on spending your life with no longer loves you sucks. Yeah. You know, watching somebody sort of like go through that the, the, that thing where everything was fine and then all of a sudden you get dumped from text and they have another person. You're like, so how do you feel about me then? Because this really seems like not only do you not love me anymore, but you went out of your way to lie to me and hurt me. So it's not indifference at this point. It's just you actively dislike me. And if you're actively disliking me, one, why were you sticking around and looking at wedding dresses? Two, with the amount of time that we were together, you can tell me and walk away, but why hurt me? Yeah, exactly. I agree 100%. I don't know if you're going to get closure. Do you deserve closure? Sure. Um, but I think that closure may be as good as it's going to get if it does happen. Uh, I don't think that you want her back, do you? Uh, not, no, not anymore. I think when, I, when it first happened, I didn't know about the other guy at, at first, but um, now that I know about this, definitely not. Yeah. And for her, like, to not even have a, a face-to-face conversation with you and to break up with you, someone that she's been with for three years and was planning on marrying, uh, to do all of that over a text message, like, that's pretty scummy to me. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. And you are you, like, are we not, are we missing something here? Like... Nope. Is there another piece uh, of this story? Another piece of this puzzle? Like what? Like your side? Know? Like I know, oftentimes the the dump, the yeah. dump e is heartbroken, and you feel that you know you've been wronged, and you're feeling sorry for yourself, and you don't want to acknowledge your part in all of this. But do you yeah. have a significant role in all of this that we just don't know about, or no? No, I think um, like to be honest, what I what I feel is that I could have always done better and I could have done more for her. <laughs> okay. Um, that, I think that's just the regular feeling that most people have. Sure. So she's um, feeling I, disconnected from you. Yeah, because I, I invested a, a lot of time um, into it, mm-hmm. uh, into the relationship, not just time, money and all that. And, uh, you know, I just feel like I always will feel that I could do, I could have done more, even though I know I couldn't have done more than what I've already done. So did this, does this new guy, uh, does he offer her more than you did? Uh from what I can tell, I've seen one picture of him, and it doesn't look like it, but I don't like the judge of book by So you're not asking like... if he's better looking than you. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. yeah no, like, you think you can look more than him? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who looks better in tight jeans? You or him? Go. <laughs> like, like, who do you think can bench <laughs> more? <laughs> yeah, uh, dude. I, I don't think you should, uh, you shouldn't pay, go down too, too far down that road because then you're going to find yourself, you know, like overanalyzing the, you know, the guy's hairline to find out who's going to go bald first. Like, you're just going to make yourself crazy if you go down that road. Um, do I think that you, you deserve closure? Yes. Do, uh, is, is that really as good as it may get for you? Probably. Moving on is the hard part. And I think that you have to come to terms with the fact that you are going to have to move on without having all the answers. And that's, that's problematic because that's almost like a trauma. Like when somebody was in your life for this long and then all of a sudden they're no longer in your life, it's like dealing with a death, right? Um, yeah. But I, I don't know if you're going to get that closure, especially if she was so willing to hurt you in the process as opposed to be honest with you. Having been with you for three years, even if she doesn't want to be with you, she should still be empathetic and compassionate enough to 
be honest with you and be truthful with you, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of that. There was secrets and cheating and then a text message ending your engagement. I don't know if you're going to get closure from this. And if you do get closure from this, I don't think it's going to be what you think it's going to be. Okay, yeah, that, that, that seems fair. I think you're going to wind up getting blamed. Oh, okay. You're yeah. going to have to move on. And yeah. as uh, we've always said, clean break. No Facebook, no Instagram, Snapchat, like TikTok, everything. You're going to stop following her. And don't be uh, creeping the new dude's uh, social either. No, yeah, I, I deleted everything yesterday. Right, so, yeah, good. Yeah. Okay, man. All right, brother. You take care, man. All right, you guys too. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Hello, this is the Roz and Mocha Show. What is your name? It's Rachel. What's up, Rachel? So I wanted to tell you guys, I don't know if Roz knows, but in Acton, I don't know if you guys know where Acton, Ontario is. Yeah, that's where Roz grew up. Okay, so that's why there's Roz Weston Lane. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second. Like, what? Did you honestly like, think that we didn't know that in Acton, Ontario, that there's a street name after Roz? Or did you think that there was okay. also a possibility that I named myself after an alley? I legitimately thought maybe you were named after the alley. Maybe you were born there or something. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you were there. <laughs> Are you from Acton, Rachel? No, I'm from Georgetown, but I, I go to Acton every now and then. And, oh, okay. Uh, it's like... Behind the Tim Hortons, I, like, almost crashed my car looking at the sign and trying to take a picture. <laughs> well, don't do that. Send it over to you. I know, I know, close call, but I'm good. So, um, recently, somebody called us from Acton, like, a couple times, saying that the, the Ros Weston Lane, the alley that connects the Tim Hortons to the beer store, that it hadn't been, like cleaned the the lawn wasn't mowed it didn't look nice it wasn't inviting at all and we even talked to the mayor of acton who said that uh he tried to get everything kind of cleaned up and and looking proper again when you drove by rachel did you see like yes. how does it look i mean it was looking okay i oh. mean there's not planters and stuff there but i mean it was looking okay Considering. i feel like ross you should take a trip to acton and you should check it out and Make a judgment call. What do you mean? I've seen it before. I was there when they put it up. No, like I mean now. Oh, oh, now. Yeah. yeah. I know. I, I, I fear that I would be, that it would upset me if my alley was in disarray if I went there. Oh, I, really? I, I, yeah, I think that it would upset me too much. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because well, it, cause I mean, it, maybe it, you it, could do something about it if you showed up there. What do you mean do something about it? You could call the mayor out and be like, hey, come to Roz Weston Lane. I'm here. Okay. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> call him out in front of the entire okay. town? Okay. We, we had the mayor on the show. He's not trying to start a beef. We had the mayor on the show. I told I told him to get his act together. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's good. No. I, I mean, next time I drive by, I'll take, a, I'll take another look. But, I mean, it appeared to be okay. This was going back a few weeks. Yeah, but just keep a string trimmer in the back of your car, and then next time you're there, just clean up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem. Okay. <laughs> do me that favor. I was going to suggest there. that you come out. What's I up? was going to suggest that you come out and do it. Put a pair of boots on and, you know, get your hands dirty. Why have you never gone there to do a photo op, like sit in a chair and take pictures with people? I don't, because I don't think people want that. I don't know. I don't know. I also, no. Nah, also, it's too hot right now, and then it would be too cold at any other time. So, <laughs> <laughs> timing just doesn't work. It doesn't work. It does, and I can't. And I don't know how it would work. Like I don't know. I can't ever see that happening. Just going sitting in a chair. Well, call us in a few weeks, Rachel, when you drive by again, and uh, give us an update. Okay. Okay. Cool. Thanks. All right, thank All right, you. Thanks for listening. <laughs> 
This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, t- talk to me about this new Drake track. Oh, uh, Drake, man, this guy's been on a roll. He teamed up with a artist out of the UK by the name of Hetty One. And, like, why not keep the train rolling after releasing the DJ Khaled two songs with him over the weekend and just, like, dominating streaming and everywhere. And then he teased that he was releasing this song. He's going to appear on this track. And everyone's going nuts for this one section of the song where Drake starts rhyming and using Arabic. Right. Chose my jam, miss you for a chain and give it to a sweet one called that Maya Jama. Giving up gifts like Santa, sipping on Santa. Used to do lean and wop. Closet full up with designer, coming like Panda Panda. Yeah, gal just came to the booth and asked for a wheel. She never heard drill in Atlanta. Arabic thing told me that I look like Yusuf, look like Hamza. Habibti, please. Ana Akid, Inteoana, Akhla. Whip hop skull in Gaza, but not that Gaza, but still it's a hmm. Do we know what he says? Flexion I guess it doesn't matter what point. he says. Every name, everyone named Yusuf going nuts right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. I love that. I love it. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You remember when fireworks were going off in different cities across the states mm-hmm. for like no reason whatsoever, about mm-hmm. a month ago? Mm-hmm. People were like, well, we like fireworks and everything, but it's kind of excessive. Yeah, it's like six hours a night. So it's been happening in a neighborhood in Toronto. Really? For two weeks now. At one o'clock in the morning in the Parkdale area. And it happened again just the other night. And somebody just like filmed. This was happening close to like a highway bridge in a wooded area. And nobody knows who the person or people are. Hmm. And they can't track them down. And when they call the cops, the cops are like, well, we can't necessarily. What are you going to do? Do anything about it. Call three one one. Yeah, it's crazy, and I and I like fireworks and all. <laughs> well, like one o'clock you know? in the morning, I can understand. Same, love fireworks. Yeah, it's fine. I, I like nice. setting them off. I don't like. It's, it's interesting. I don't like. Maybe this says something about me. I'm not a fan of sitting and watching fireworks. I love setting fireworks off. Oh, oh you don't I even like love. Watching? No, not really. So hold on. So you will light the firework and then you just like walk away, turn your back? No, I oh. uh, I have a whole system when we do fireworks. I get the wheelbarrow yeah. and I load it full of sand and then I attach them all, the fireworks to a board and I make brackets that I attach them all to a board and then I uh-huh. put it over top of the sand in the wheelbarrow and then they're all numbered like one through one through 10 and I've timed them to see how many shots they have in each and then I have a long lighter and I put goggles on and I and I run up and then I light one and then I run and I duck because I'm only like eight feet away from it. And yeah. then I count the, the pops. Pop, 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 pop. So you're and not I, even watching? No, 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 no. I'm not but watching. How are, you, how are you supposed to sit with your arm around Catherine if, and enjoy the fireworks if you're the one lighting them off? Like, if what's I the, was sitting no with my arm around Catherine, we'd be staring at the trees <laughs> because there would be no fireworks. <laughs> Somebody's got to light the fireworks. Yeah, the, what's romantic in that? <laughs> what do you want to fire an, like a flaming arrow? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like I love you. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, there's you can't do but you can't have both. I can't sit on the the deck with my arm around Catherine watching fireworks and also light the fireworks. But it's not romantic then. It's not supposed to be romantic. Oh yes it, it is. No, it's supposed to be like, like loud and obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Mm-mm-mm. I love this part of the podcast. Okay, me too. I really do. 
Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news! A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. Uh, Post Malone got another giant tattoo on his head. There's no room yeah, on his face. On his other, no, on his head. He has a shaved head now. And now he has a giant... Oh, so it's weird. So he has a face tattooed on his head, but it's almost to scale of the size of what a regular face should be. It's like Who's a face? It's like a woman with her tongue, like a long like lizard tongue sticking out. I don't Posty, know, man. Come on, man. I don't know. And he's, anyway, so he was doing an interview apparently with GQ back in March where he said, I'm an ugly ass MFer with regards to why he um, puts tattoos all over his face. Uh, uh, he post, said, it does on, maybe come from a place of insecurity to where I don't like how I look. So I'm going to put something cool on there so I can look at myself and say, you look cool, kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> that makes me want to give that man a hug. Yeah. So there you go. We love you, Posty. Uh, it looks like we're finally going to learn the name of the future NHL team in Seattle. So in a tweet, the team's ownership group says that it will bring the NHL's 32nd franchise to, quote, life in a live-streamed announcement uh, over the noon hour today. The Seattle franchise has registered web domain, web domain names for at least 13 potential team names. Oh, do you have in- a list? Including yeah. the Sockeyes... The Sea Lions, <laughs> the yeah. Seals, uh-huh. and the Kraken. The Kraken? <laughs> Kraken. Seattle Kraken. As in release the Kraken. Okay, so out of all those names, yeah. I like Kraken the best. Of course. You, who doesn't? Right? The Sea Lions. The I mean, they're cute, cute and everything, but. Suck eyes. <laughs> Dumb. Dumb. Uh. <laughs> Demi Lovato is an engaged woman. Hey, there congratulations, Demi. She said, when I was a little girl, my birth dad always called me his little partner, something that might have sounded strange without his southern cowboy accent. Uh, to me, it made perfect sense. And today, that word makes perfect sense again. But today, I'm officially going to be someone else's partner. Uh, she goes on to say, talking about her fiance, Max, I knew I loved you the moment I met you. It was something I can't describe to anyone who hasn't experienced it firsthand, but luckily you did too. So there you go. She's uh, Kim Kardashian released a very long statement yesterday um, and dealing with all of Kanye's sort of meltdown, relapse, whatever it may be. And she was just very on the nose with the fact that dealing with somebody who is, you know, brilliant, yes, but also diagnosed bipolar is a very difficult thing for a family to go through. She wasn't defending herself. She didn't talk nasty about Kanye. She sounded like somebody who has been dealing with this for a while. Yeah. And, and now it's it's finally come out. Yeah. Like the speculation, right? Yeah. And, uh, it's finally a truth. Yeah. Well, he had said this before, yeah. right? He had talked about the medications that he was on. Like, this isn't a secret. But for some reason, Kanye fans, the hardcore fans, refuse to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I don't know why there has not been a cry from his hardcore fans to make sure that he is consistently getting the help that he needs. And every time he has one of these episodes, they support the episode as opposed to voice concern, which is in itself concerning. But Kim says, I understand Kanye is a subject to criticism because he is a public figure and his actions at times can cause strong opinions and emotions. He is a brilliant but complicated person who on top of the pressures of being an artist and a black man who experienced the painful loss of his mother and has to deal with the pressure and isolation 
isolation that is heightened by his bipolar disorder. Those who are close with Kanye know his heart and understand his words sometimes do not align with his intentions. Living with bipolar disorder does not diminish or invalidate his dreams and his creative ideas, no matter how big or unattainable they may feel to some. Uh, That is part of his genius and as well as what we've all witnessed. Many of his big dreams have come true. She goes on to say, uh, we as a society talk about giving grace to those Uh, to the issue of mental health as a whole. However, we should also give it to the individuals who are living with it in times when they need it the most. So Mm. that's uh, great words from Kim. Ah, the 10-year anniversary of One Direction is today. Uh, Louis' tweet. It's just happened not that long ago. He says, feeling pretty emotional today. 10 years. Spent the morning watching old interviews and performances. Just wanted to send a massive thank you to all of my bandmates. What we did together was incredible. Uh, To many incredible memories. Too many incredible memories to mention. But not a day goes by that I don't think about how amazing it was. So proud of you all individually. And to the fans, the people who gave us all these amazing opportunities. You are incredible. Your unmatched level of loyalty is something that makes me really proud. Miss it every day. And that's what makes you beautiful. And that's what makes you so beautiful. Um, what are the chances that Zane is going to just be off of social media all day today? Well, it's interesting because Rolling Stone predicted the likelihood of a, of a One Direction reunion. And they went through all the band members of 1D and gave it a percentage of what likelihood they would be interested in a reunion. Yeah. And they had uh, Liam at 80%. Wow. Nile at 60%, Louie at 75%. Those aren't bad. Uh, they got Harry Styles at an even 50 50. Hmm. And then they get to Zane. And the only thing that they say about Zane is the quote that he gave to an interview in 2018 where he said this I didn't really like make any friends from the band. <laughs> I just didn't do it. And it's not something that I'm afraid to say. Oh, wow. Chances of Zane, according to Rolling Stone, uh, joining 1D again is 0%. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Liam Payne was on a UK radio station this morning talking about what it was like uh, in those very early days of 1D. First, I don't know why, but it was so confusing to me that Niall was from Ireland. So I just was thinking... How's this going to work? He's from like the whole other country. Like he's not even nearby. Like how, how is this going to happen? And then I remember we had a conversation straight off the bat. It was like, we decided that, that we would measure each other's height because that's why it would be in photographs of who would be in the middle. Um, which, I mean, it's just like, you know, it's really, we were so young though, you know what I mean? You don't, I mean, you don't think, you think you know everything at the time, but, um, you know, and when we very first got together and went down to Harry's house to, um, to, to rehearse, we haven't really got the heart to tell each other who should sing what bit or making like cutthroat decisions because everyone's trying to find their place. Yeah. So we all just used to sing in unison, which was the most horrible thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was crazy to be involved in this group of really rowdy boys. For me, I'd never really had that many like loud. Like all my mates are quite quiet. Right. And then, like, Louis and Zane together in a room. And, gee, I mean, you know, it just used to go off all the time. <laughs> I remember being in hotel rooms and plates are being thrown out the window and <laughs> down the stairs. And, you know, it was really a crazy, crazy time and a lot to get used to. Uh, Dancing with the Stars champion, Alfonso Ribeiro. 
was doing an interview and let his thoughts be known about the firing of Tom Bergeron and Aaron Andrews from hosting the show and how the network replaced them with Tyra Banks. I would have never made that decision. Obviously, I think Tom and Aaron are, you know, the backbone of the show. Um, I have no idea where they're going to go and what changes they want to make and and why and how these decisions were made. Um but I think, you know, people like myself will absolutely miss Tom and Aaron. Um, I, I, it'll be hard for me to see the show in whatever new form it is. You know, sometimes I look at things and I say, why don't we just make a new show? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then just make that show mm-hmm. um, and then cancel the one that, you know, that you're that you're chopping up. Yeah. Right. We we love Tom. And Tom, to me, is the best host on television. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to, 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 you know, I definitely wish Tyra the best. I mean, you know, I've Tyra got kind of her start um, uh, in acting on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And I went to school, grade school with, 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 with Tyra. So I'm hoping that, that she does a great job. Um, but it's, it's hard. It's going to be hard for me to watch it without Tom and Eric. Yeah. Uh, Dave Franco is set to play. So James Franco's brother. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. Super talented. Oh, my God. Love I love that, that guy. He does oh. great movies. Yo, he is so funny in the, like, 21 and 22 Jump Street movies. Yes. I love him. Yeah, he's great. Dave Franco is yeah. set to play, and they say that this is going to sort of be in the same vein of the disaster artist. Okay. Is set to play. It's another music biopic. But I imagine it's going to be hysterical because it's James Franco in the same type of film as a disaster artist. He's going to play. He's going to play Vanilla Ice. (laughs) Get out. Are you serious? Yeah. I love that idea. Yeah. Dave Franco is set to play Vanilla Ice. So do they have a title yet? Yeah. Yeah. Check this out. What? To the extreme. Ooh, to the extreme. I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and watch a chump like a... And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. All right, fellas. It's time to answer some questions. Did you hear that? I know. My, my stomach is going what happened? crazy over here. <laughs> what happened? Roz's no, stomach just, is growling. It's just growling. Oh. I'm used to that, though. Yeah. We hear your stomach growl all the time. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to head to the phones first. Oh. Yo, Kushik. Oh, God. Oh, yo. <laughs> yo. We talked to you on the uh, last time, right? Like, recently? Uh, you were on the yeah, last yeah. podcast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your deal again? Oh, oh I remember. <laughs> you asked the hypothetical for us as gay and single if he date Maury, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> okay. how, did you wind, how did you wind up back again? He's <laughs> <laughs> an ask Roz and Mokai submitted a question. Oh, okay. So, what's your question? Oh, I was basically going to ask if uh, Maury could pronounce the longest word in the dictionary. What is the longest word in the Don't dictionary? Don't say it yet. It's uh, 45 letters long. Do you 45 letters? Do you know how to say it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, go, you do? Yeah, go for Maury. it. Wait, wait. Oh, Maury, oh, step oh, out of the room. He's not going to be able to repeat it. Are you just, sure? Yes. Hey, in case my short-term memory kicks in. your ears. Okay. okay. Go. Go. Say it. Numino ultramicroscopic silico volcano coniosis. Oh, wow. Okay, Damn. cool. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Okay, Maury. Maury. Take your Maury. Maury! Hi, how are you? Okay, so Maury, do you have the word in front of you? I do. Okay, cool. I was going to break it into chunks. Well, you can't because but it's one word. Th- then that would be multiple words. 
No, but I know, but if like if you, if there's a way to sort of put them into sort of like, you know, wordy type chunks and then string them together. So a sentence? No. You have to say it in a word. <laughs> yeah. It's one word. Like, yeah, but you, do you, you know what I mean? But like, you don't do that with other words. You don't say, hey, hang on, somebody's at my door. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matthew, can you get the do-or? <laughs> okay, ready? Yeah, go. Nemonolatromicroscopics. Ilocovo locano colocasis. Nope. Try no. again. Uh, well, do you know the meaning of this word? What does this word mean? Maybe that'll help him okay. out. Okay. Yeah. It's basically a respiratory illness you get when you inhale silica dust, which is commonly found in uh, volcanic ashes. There you go. It's what happens when you sniff a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> okay. Try again. Pino okay. No manolite. Nope. Nemolotra micro microsopoxilacolo volcano. So it, the word, hey, it's like a word search. The word volcano's okay. in it. So in case anybody is wondering, uh, there are what forty-five letters you said. Yep. Okay, it is P N E U M E N O U L T R A M I C R O S C O P I C S I L O C O V O L C A N O C O N I O S I S. In case anybody's wondering. <laughs> okay, try again, Mori. Can I try again, more. One more time. Nomon, wait. Nomenolatromacos. Scopiolus silco volcano consolidus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kushik, you want to say it? Kushik, say it, and then we'll try and get Maury uh, to repeat it after you. Yeah, sure. Okay, Numino ultramicroscopic oh, silico volcano coniosis. One more time. Numino ultramicroscopic silico volcano coniosis. Numina calacanus microscolopus volcano sososis. Nope. Try again. Nope. Numenol, numenolitis, microscopolis, solo, volcano, canos, no, neosis. <laughs> okay, so my furniture just started floating. This is like yeah. a spell. <laughs> uh, there you no. go. So the answer is no. <laughs> no, he cannot. That's uh, that's great. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us again, man. Yeah, sure thing. All right, later, guys. Later, bro. Luminal tromacal microscoposilaco volcano canossis. Get him on the phone. I just did it. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hockey mom wants to know: Is the voice for the intro to the new game snapped? Damn it, Matthew saying it. So snapped, which we played oh. in, uh, earlier on in today's podcast episode. Uh, that answer is, gentlemen. Yes. So when you hear the intro for Snap, yeah, this is Dammit Matthew saying, Snapped. New game alert. New game alert. Okay. This is Snapped. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you where he was when I recorded this. Where? He was um, in front of the mirror in his underwear in the bathroom. Yeah? I yeah. Didn't, why did you need to say the underpants part? I thought that sort of added to the visual. Okay. <laughs> A little invasive, but all Is right. It though? Yeah. Uh, oh. David Capiteo says uh, here: Have you ever agreed to go out, let's say to dinner or a movie or hangout with friends, but instantly regret it because you secretly wanted to do nothing? Roz? Oh my god! All yeah, the time, right? That's why I don't go out. <laughs> <laughs> nothing will ever be as fun as just doing nothing. Okay, Dan Mori. Yeah, all the time. Really? There all are the time? Mean, no, there are times because, like, when you get to the place and you realize it's crowded or whatever, or as Ross said, there's nothing better than just sitting at Pause home. Pause for one second, though, Maury. Name some times with people that you've gone out where you felt that way. Like if I've gone clubbing. 
when? Like, you have not stepped foot in a club outside of like a work event in five years. I would say more. longer. No, I would say are, 10 years at least. But didn't you used to go to like, I don't know what that bar was called, Easy with like Climax and Devo Brown and stuff like yeah, that? Those were fun. Oh, okay. So those were. Do you oh, know? I know why. Can I? Okay. Those were fun because a, Matthew wasn't there? No, Matthew was there. No, Matthew oh. was there. I was going to say, it was interesting that you bring that up because we recently discussed that and it's really, I guess, generous, but every time we went, I've never paid for a drink. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. So I think that you you love going out and it, your life has just taken a direction where you no longer go out. But when you were going out, you never regretted going out. You loved it. You would be you would be disappointed on the weekends where you guys wouldn't hit the club. It is true. Yeah. I would often text Climax going, is your phone working? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. Um, no, I've never regretted going out. No. At all. Ever? You, you don't go out anymore, though, do you? I don't you? go out anymore. No, no, but like no, the no, times no. that I've been invited or yeah. like hang out with friends or whatever, uh, I don't regret it. Okay, let me change the word from regret to would rather. Like, is there a, like there must have been times where you're out and you're like, oh my god, I would so much. It's cold. It's winter. I'd rather be at home. Yes, most times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dio says here, uh, what's the most embarrassing fart moment you've ever had? Oh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> more like yeah, just today. Okay, okay, go, go ahead, more. <laughs> An elevator. So, like, when you're the elevator doors opening, and you don't think anyone's going to be on the other end of it, and you just wanted to sort of leave it in the elevator. <laughs> so as it's opening, it's like then you fart, and as the door's opening, someone's right there, and you're like, oh, I don't know how to get out of this one. So, you're so just hold like, on, you fart as you're walking into an elevator? No, out. Oh, like I out. leave it behind. Oh, right, right. So right, when this right, happens, right. you kind of just look around like something creaked or something. But yeah, that would have right. that happened recently at my condo. Right. Uh, I think I told the story once on the podcast where it happened here in the building Yeah, when I was leaving work <laughs> and I got into the garage or the elevator to go down to the parking garage. Yeah, And uh, I, I was, <laughs> most days I'm the only one right. in the elevator. Yeah, And I let it go in the elevator <laughs> as the door was closing. Somebody stuck their arm in, a guy in a suit or whatever. Yeah, He's going down to the parking garage. Oh, no. And I was like, oh man. Like, you couldn't wait. Like, first of all, you snap your arm off like that. I know. <laughs> so safety first. And then he got in, and it was just, like, awkward silence. It's not good. No, not no, at all. It's not good. I, it was bad. I don't know. I, I mean, I have had a lot of moments where I've, like, farted inappropriately or blamed it or denied it or all these things. But I think one moment was it was sort of compacted, like, twice, which was I was in high school and... I was making out. I was at this girl Lisa's house and we were down in her basement. We were making out on the couch and I was lying on top of her, fully clothed, uh -huh. right? Fully clothed. And then I remember my stomach just hurting so bad because I had to fart so bad. But I was, I, I was so into making out with her that I knew that if I farted, that I was, it was going to be done, right? Mm -hmm. I was going to be done for it. And at that time, when somebody farts while making out, it would be all over the school the next day. Oh, for sure. So I remember just being in so much pain because I'm holding in farts, right? Yeah. So much pain and trying to make out with her. And I want to wiggle a little bit and I kind of want to <laughs> grind a little bit, but I can't move my hips because if I move my hips, something's going to release. You can't risk it. I can't <laughs> risk it, right? Yeah. So I wind up just sort of like pushing my whole body on her, right? <laughs> Okay. And then I couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't take it anymore. 
And um, I w- said to her, I'm like, I just have to go upstairs real quick to make sure my bike's still there. <laughs> Such a high right? school thing to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I remember I ran up the stairs to the basement and then I ran around the corner into the living room and I sat on the couch and I pulled the cushion up around. Okay. <laughs> wow. I, pu- I pulled the cushion up around my hips uh-huh. and I leaned forward really far <laughs> to get it all out. And I remember I just sat there and I farted like this, right? It was a long and, fart. Yeah, it was a long fart. And I was like, oh, Oh my God, I farted like this. And then I remember that her mom was in the kitchen. And as I was farting, yeah. the mom calls out her dad's name being like, what are you doing? <laughs> thinking, that, thinking it was the dad. And then the dad says from another room, nothing, why? <laughs> Did the mom walk in? The mom walked in, oh, yes. no. And then I knew that I couldn't go back downstairs and make out because I lost all my confidence at that point, oh, right? Buddy. And so then I knew also that the mom was then going to tell her what happened. Yeah. What did you do? Run right? out the front door? No, I just went back downstairs. We listened to Sinead O'Connor and cried. <laughs> 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 but if you held it in long enough, it just turns into a burp. No, no. It, what? Huh? Isn't that what happened? No. no. Uh, I always assume that because sometimes it gurgles and then you just burp it out. No, no. you have gas, right? You have gas in you. You have gas in you, but then you can't like, like if you have to fart, you think like you could just like burp it out. You could push it all the way up and make it a burp. <laughs> you know how far that gas has to travel so, through your intestines and then stomach and then so, esophagus and So do you think You can't that, reroute a fart, bro? I thought you could reroute a fart. No. I thought Roz, if you hold it in, it'll be a burp. No. So do you think that you could turn a burp into a fart? Oh, that's a good question. No, because it's already at that point, it's already like at the oh, top. Okay, so it starts in the bump. Yeah, gravity. Then, you okay. Can't, you, yeah. Okay. Gravity? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You have no yeah. idea. You're just <laughs> <throwing> out words, <laughs> huh? Words, words, words. <laughs> yeah, words. <laughs> I know. You have no idea. Robin asks Would you rather wear the same clothes to work every day and you're not allowed to wash them or have Maury come over to both of your houses and pick out your outfits for the day? Okay, what was option one again? Because that's the one I'm going to go with. <laughs> uh, if you'd rather wear the same clothes to work every day. Yeah, that one. Yeah, same. Yeah, I uh, would do that. Mo, and not Maury, not damn it, Maury, but somebody named Mo says, would you rather be able to travel anywhere for free, have free meals for life, or have your pets live as long as you? I queefed one time doing a somersault um, in front of a girl I like. You what? You know, queef, you know, like sometimes if your legs are in the air, like air will suck into your butt and then immediately go out of your butt. <laughs> no. What's the difference? You've never had, had that? A fart. No. What's the difference? You've never it's had like that? It's a reverse fart. Girls queef all the time. Yeah. It's like a girl thing. But you've never butt queefed? No. You've never like been doing a somersault or like exercising where you lift your legs above your head and your butt <laughs> opens and some air gets sucked in. I and ain't then you holding gotta, them about that big, And then you got to push it out? No. You've never done that more? You've what, never, it's like a butt hiccup? No, it's like you suck air in. Shem, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't be the only male queefer in this room. Okay, so again, the question is, would you rather be able to travel anywhere for free, have free meals for life, or have your pets live as long as you? Uh, Travel. I agree. I would say travel as well. A thousand percent. That's free Mm -hmm. food. Mm -hmm. Sade, or Sade, or Sadie, Mm -hmm. says this, uh, what's the best thing you've ever tasted? Oh. I, can I add? To, can I just say something quick? Mm-hmm. A lot of the times when you taste something for the first time, it's better than ever tasting it again. True, I agree. I agree with that. I agree, hundred percent more. So the best thing 
you've ever tasted. And you can't say, are we talking like a specific thing or are we talking like a cheeseburger? Like a specific thing? Like I would say, can open you say, it up. Like say like, a, like if it is like a hamburger, yeah. I would say, say that it's a hamburger. Okay. Okay. What is the best thing? Maury, do you have something? I want to say, but I, I might come back with something else. I want to say my dad's Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah. Because like that's just the most he does such a great job. It's the most, and I'm sure yours is better. But, I get but it. But it's the most bland thing in the world, turkey. I know, but I really There's love no flavor. There. There's the most white thing you could say. <laughs> <laughs> Wash it down with a lemon meringue pie yeah. <laughs> and a glass of milk. <laughs> Follow it up with a cup of tea. <laughs> Yeah. See, I did say I might come back with another, but right off the top of my head, it was Thanksgiving dinner. Wow. Interesting. Okay. The best thing, I remember I had a bison burger once. Wow. That, uh, not too gamey for you, huh? No, you not didn't at mind all. it? Oh, it was so good. That's probably the best. Um, when my mom makes oxtail, oh, there you pepper go. pot, aka pepper pot, yeah. that is probably one of my absolute favorite favorite things that my mom makes really yeah yeah uh so those are my two answers mm. how about you oh. i'm gonna say it's god i mean i have so many things i remember specific moments when i had something for the first time now this isn't i wouldn't say that this is the best tasting thing i've ever tasted okay but i just remember being so blown away by certain things that i perceive tasted different okay okay so it's the surprise where i didn't think i was gonna like something and then i actually wound up loving it so the first one was the first time i ever had hp sauce Oh, okay. Good Because one. I thought it was going to be sweet like ketchup because I didn't like ketchup. And HP sauce is like dark and spicy. It's like a barbecue yeah. sauce. Yeah, it's good, right? Yeah. But it's not sweet at all. Um, the second thing that I avoided always until one day I had one, and then I turned out that I loved it and I can eat 10 pounds of it, which is I for years just avoided edamame. Oh, I love edamame. Oh, edamame's so good. Because and it's good I'm, for you. Because I'm not a fan of like peas and beans and all that stuff. And sure. I, I didn't know they were hot and buttery and full of salt. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. So the first time I had one, I was like, oh my God. And I had said no to edamame for years before that. So the first time I had, had edamame, I was blown away. But I'm going to say for me, like the first time I had either roti which from, I knew the really, really great places because I'm just so blown away by all that in one package. Like I love everything in one package, right? Yeah. Um, but there's a uh, taco joint down in Parkdale called Grand Electric. It's famous in Toronto. And they do, and I replicate them all the time now, and I have for years, but they do um, what they called mission wings, which were mole chicken wings with um, a uh, dill sort of crema on top with mm. cojita cheese and uh, hot sauce just sprayed all over them. And they're thick, covered in mole sauce. Oh. And they bake them. And it, they are like, it's such a different flavor of chicken wing that it's a different experience. It's like eating something completely different than you would normally eat chicken wings. And I would say that was one of the best things I ever had because every single oh. flavor in it, I love. I got two more. Go. Gin and tonic. Oh, there you go. I remember the first time I had a gin and tonic. I'm like, where has this been my whole life? Yeah. Now that's my drink. Yeah. I love that. And the second thing is if you ever go to the islands in Portugal, the Azores, yeah. right? Uh, San Miguel, each sort of village has their own dessert that mm -hmm. they're known for. And in the village of Vila Franca, they have queijadas de Vila Franca, their dessert. It's kind of like a custard and there's like powdered sugar on top. Mm -hmm. You can't buy them unless you're there. They, you can't buy them here. Okay. And 
I remember the first time I had one of those, and it was the most glorious dessert I've ever had. Really? They don't yeah. have like Portuguese bakeries. Up? You can get the custard desserts here, but you can't get this village's dessert here. Hmm. And that's oh, nobody's tried to replicate. At no, all. you can, oh. it's like there. You can find the recipe online. It's not the same as this family's recipe right. unless you have somebody bring it back for you. Uh, Nathan's hot dogs was another thing that I ate, oh. where it is so different. And Nathan's yeah. hot dog is so different from every other kind of hot dog you will ever eat that it, everybody else is playing for second at that point. This is Nathan's hot dogs are so far above and beyond the best hot dog that I've ever had in my life. What makes there it is the best though? Nothing like compared. the best tasting. I don't know. You can I don't buy them know. Here now, right? No, you can't. You can't. You you could for a little while, and they had them send me three crates, and then I ate them all, <laughs> and then and then they stopped selling them in Canada. They lost their distribution. Oh, that sucks. But is they it the are, salt that they use in it? No, I don't know what it is. It's the it's the beef. They call them skinless because the skin is so different. Like everything about them is so different. Yeah. Right. The taste on them, and, and they they're smart because they were the, the most popular Nathan's hot dog. They call them bun size hot dogs. And you know when you buy normal hot dogs, there there's always like three quarters of an inch on either Ugh, end of the hot dog to the I bun. I hate that. So Nathan, their big mandate is wiener to bun ratio has to be perfect. So yeah. the hot dogs they sell are still as thick, like because I don't like big fat hot dogs. They're still as thick as regular hot dogs, but they're just that much longer, so they fit the bun. Yeah, perfect. Like how hard is that? I'm surprised that no other like hot dog company has ever thought to do that. I don't know why. They're either too big or too small. It's either too much wiener or not enough wiener. No. <laughs> Whatever more you Whatever. get, no wiener. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Allie has this, uh, and the sheet is in front of you, Roz. Okay. So you can follow along. Okay, hold on now. It says here, can you ask Maury and Mocha to say these tongue twisters? It would make my day. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Yes. And there are eight of them here. Okay. So do you want me to say them first yes. or how do you want to, how do you want to do you this? You say it first yes. and then we'll. And what do you guys have to do? Do you have to say, are we saying three times in a row you have to say it? Sure. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Amori, I'll start with you. Okay. Okay. It's bad money, mad bunny. Okay. Bad money, bad money, mad, mad money, bad money, bad money, mad bunny, bad, bad money, mad money, bad money, bad money, bad money. <laughs> swing, bada, 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 swing. <laughs> Soul. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, okay, go so, ahead. So, bad money, mad bunny. Yeah. Okay. Bad money, mad, bad money, mad bunny. Bad money, bad money, mad bunny. Bad money, bad money, bad bunny. Bad money, bad bunny. Bad money, bad bunny. Bad money. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my tongue fell out of my mouth. Next one is she saw six sick sheep oh put him down then <laughs> okay she saw six sick sheep yeah. go ahead maury okay she saw six she saw six sick sheep 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 okay, i'm going to call i'm going to call it i'm going to call that one a no <laughs> okay uh, Malta, she saw six sick sheep yes okay sir. She saw six six sheep. She saw. She saw six six sheep. She saw six six sheep. She saw six sheep. She saw six 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 six sheep. Six six sheep. Sheeps. Hey, hey, Shem, come on in here and do this next one with us, please. Come on, Shem. By the way, 
uh, takes care of all the affiliate stations on the Ronza Mocha show. Hello, um, Shem. Hello. Uh, so, Shem, so here we go. We're going to go around the room. I'm still going to start with you. Okay. Okay. It's six long, slim, slick, slender samplings. Oh, God. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, six long, slim, slick, slick slender, slender saplings. saplings. Right, oh, saplings. I'm sorry. Sample. Yes. I'll pass it to you. Thanks. Okay. Okay, okay, go for it, more. Okay, six long slim slick slim song six six thunder slaplings. Six long six slip slender slaplings. Six long six six slender slaplings. Six long slim slick slender slaplings. Six long six slip six long six. That's a no for you, more. That's a no. Okay, pass the sheet to Shem, please. Shem, go ahead. Pass the sheet to Shem. Pass the sheet to Shem. Six long slim slick slender slap slap. What saplings? Okay, all right. Six long. Oh my God. Six long slim slick slender slap. Six long. Long slim slim. Nope. Mocha? That's a no for sure. Okay. okay. Off to you, Mocha. Holy. Okay. Six long slim, six slender slap. <laughs> Y'all sound drunk. I know, big time. Okay, okay go. S- uh, six, long, six long slim, six, six long slips. <laughs> six, <laughs> six long slim, six slim. <laughs> Okay, the next one. Uh, that's, a, that's a no for me, fam. Some shun sunshine, some shun shade. Maury, go ahead. Some shun shun, some shun sunshine, some shun shade. This sounds racist. <laughs> <laughs> really does. It also sounds like you're saying something bad to Sham. Okay, go, go, one, more, one more time, Maury. Okay. One more time. Some shun sunshine. Sham, you're up. No, you're up, Sham. You're up. You're up. Some... Some shun shun This is racist. <laughs> it's, really it's just words. It's just words. Some, some shun sunshine. Some shun shade. Okay, go ahead, Shem. Some shun some shun sunshine. Some shun some shun sunshine. Some shun shade. Some shun sunshine. Some shun shade. Some shun sunshine. Some. Okay. What if someone's tuning into the cast just there? Okay, Mocha, finally we'll end that with you. Okay, some shun shun shine. Some shun some shun sunshine. Some 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 shun sunshine. Some shun shade. Some shun 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 Some shun sunshine. Some shun shade. Some shun sun I can't do it. Okay, we'll end with we'll end with this one. We'll end with this one. Okay. Fred fed Ted bread and Ted fed Fred bread. Fred fed, Fred fed Ted, Ted bread, bread and Ted, Ted fed, fed Fred bread. bread. So they're feeding each other bread. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Maury. Fred Ted. Go ahead, Maury. Fred Fred Ted bread and Ted Fred bread bread. Ted, Fred Ted Fred 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 Ted bread. Fred Fred Ted Fred. Fred Fred Ted bread and Ted bread Fred bread. Okay, what? Try again. Fred Ted Fred bread Fred Ted bread Fred. Fred, 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 Ted, Brad, and Ted, Brad. Fred, 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 Ted, Brad, and Ted, Brad, Ben, Brad. Okay, Chef's whole voice changed. Okay, Chef, go ahead. Fred, Fred, Ted, okay. Fred, Fred, Ted, Brad, and Ted, Fred, Brad. What? Fred, 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 Ted, Brad, and Ted, Fred, Brad. Oh gosh, it's Fred. Fred, Fred, Ted, Bread, and Ted, Fed, Fred, Bread. Fred, Ted, Fred, Bread, and Ted, Fred. Nope. I can't. I can't do this. Okay. Go ahead, Mocha. Last one. Here we go. Fred, Ted, Fred, Fred, Ted, Fred, 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 Fred. Fred, Fred, Fed, Ted, Bread, and Ted, Fed, Fred, Bread. 
Fed, Fred, Fred, <laughs> Fred, dead. It's not happening. No, Fed, Fred, Fred, Fed, Fed, <laughs> Frig, man. Okay. Fred, Fed, Ted, Bread, and Ted, Fed, Fred, Bread. Fred, yeah. Fred, Fred, Ted, Fred, Bread, Fred, Ted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, Ashley, uh, or sorry, Allie, thank you so much for that question. You are allowed to uh, be on any podcast you want with another question. So, uh, Fred, get Fed, that Ted, Bread, Ted, Fred, Red, Fred. Question in because this was one of the funnest questions we've uh, had. In. Fred, Every Fred, week. Ted, Bread, Fred, Ted, Fred, Bread. Fred, Ted, Fred, 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 Ted, Fred, Fred. <laughs> Every week on Instagram, at Kiss925. That is where you'll find the picture that reads Ask Roz Mocha. Ask your question, and we will try our best to answer. There we go. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On Kiss92.5. Kiss92.5.com. Or download the Kiss92.5 app.